peace, love, and abundance, and welcome back to another episode of the I Stay Woke podcast, a podcast for the people, by the people. Thank you guys for the continuous love and support. I appreciate you and I'm honored by your presence. Each week, we gain more and more family members, which is an amazing sign. It's a sign that more and more people are waking up and starting to remember exactly who we are, and that is definitely something to be excited about. Our goal here is to help each other connect more with our higher selves and become our best versions ever. Now, on today's episode, I want to talk about the legalization of cannabis, and more importantly, I want to talk about what nobody else seems to be mentioning at all. Now, is it just me, or is it all just too good to be true? Let's talk about it. My name is Jay, and I stay woke. Everyone is praising the legalization of marijuana in the United States. People are patiently waiting for their state to pass legislation so they can openly toke up without paranoia. And that does sound pretty cool. Now, of course, society wants us to believe that it's illegal because it's a gateway drug that will poison the minds of the youth and create a zombie-like world where everybody will be lazy pieces of shit that get nothing done. Now, let's begin by discussing how and why it became illegal in the first place. Now, in 1913, Henry Ford opened his famous automobile assembly line to start producing the Model T. And in the 30s, Ford opened a plant in Michigan where they successfully experimented with biomass fuel conversion, proving that hemp could be used as an alternative to fossil fuels. And in the 1930s, a man by the name of William Randolph Hearst invested heavily in thousands of acres in timberland to make wood pulp for most of the newspaper industry. He was the owner of a large newspaper company that was read by more than 20 million U.S. citizens in 18 key cities and arguably one of the most powerful men in American history. Now, since Hearst didn't want any competition from the high quality hemp paper, he had to do something. He soon teamed up with DuPont, who was providing Hearst with the chemicals he used to preserve his papers at the time. Together, they would take hemp completely off the market. The DuPont Corporation was persistently lobbying in Washington, D.C., while Hearst began a racist smear campaign in his newspapers, printing articles saying marijuana influences Negroes to look at white people in the eye, step on white men's shadows, and look at a white woman twice. Hearst's newspapers was the fuel to the fire for the prohibition of marijuana. He painted cannabis as an extremely dangerous drug in his yellow journalism, and he convinced millions of Americans, many of them congressmen, that the harmful plant is in fact evil. Then the Federal Bureau of Narcotics, it was an agency, which is basically the DEA, that uh, was established in 1932, and Andrew Mellon appointed his niece's husband, Harry J. Aslinger, as the chief of the newly consolidated agency. Aslinger testified before Congress by saying, Marijuana is the most violence-causing drug in the history of mankind. Can you believe that? Most marijuana smokers are Negroes, Hispanics, Filipinos, and entertainers. Their satanic music, jazz, and swing result from marijuana usage. This marijuana causes white women to seek sexual relations with Negroes. Can you believe that? Weed does all of that stuff. It's funny. Now, Aslinger ordered the Treasury Department's general consul, Herman Oliphant, to secretly begin drafting a bill that will slip easily through both Congress and the court. And after two years, the FBN proposed the Marijuana Tax Act of 1937, which placed a tax on the sale of cannabis. 
Aslinger disguised the act as a tax revenue bill and pushed it through the House by introducing it directly to the House Ways and Means Committee. And this is the only committee that can introduce a bill to the House floor without it being debated by, Eddie, by uh, other committees. And the chairman happened to be an ally of DuPont, Robert Doton. It was later seen by another DuPont ally, Princess Bound, in the Science Finance Committee, where it was stamped into a law. That same year, DuPont patented a new fabric called nylon, which Andrew Mellon was also heavily invested in. Nevertheless, the act was passed, and Samuel Caldwell and Moses Baca were the first official convicted marijuana criminals for dealing in possession not long after. Crazy. Now, the primary case made against marijuana made by the federal government was that, you know, its use had become a national menace. And... According to Aslinger, he urged members to vote for the Marijuana Tax Act and describe what he believed to be marijuana's effect, which we basically know. But to say shit like that, man, is it's kind of crazy, you know, or something else he said. Uh, some individuals have a complete loss of sense of time or sense of value. They lose their sense of place. They have an increased feeling of physical strength of power an increased feeling. Some people will fly into a delirious rage and they are temporarily irresponsible and may commit violent crimes. Now I've been smoking weed for probably about 15 years. Not one time in that span have I sparked up and wanted to do anything violent. And I'm pretty sure 110% of you listening that smoke can absolutely agree with me without any shadow of a doubt. You know what I mean? Now look, let's fast forward to 2018, right? Now we all know about the wonderful and magical powers that this plant has. We know, we now know that cannabis heals. We now know the positive effects that it has for people with like uh, ep epilepsy and other autoimmune uh, diseases. We know that it helps the appetite and it's also great for anxiety and pain relief. And it's also amazing for decalcifying the pineal gland, also known as the third eye. You guys know what the pineal gland is, right? The pineal gland, it's a small endocrine gland that produces melatonin, which is a hormone that affects the modulation of wake sleep patterns and seasonal functions. It's located near the center of the brain between the two hemispheres tucked in a groove where the two rounded thalamic bodies join. Can you believe that some people actually do not believe that there is a pineal gland? Like they think it's some sort of hocus pocus stuff invented by hippies and shit. You know what I mean? Like it's it's some spiritual nonsense that like it's real and it's in our head. And you can ask any doctor or look at any medical journal if you still don't believe. The pineal gland is the most powerful and highest source of ethereal energy available to humans. It's always been important in initiating supernatural powers, in my opinion. And that's when people start to question it because most people are convinced or programmed to believe that they are nothing special at all. They believe that we're just basic beings that live for 70 years and we die forever. Which is not who I am at all. Energy never dies, guys. Nobody ever really dies. But that's for another show. Now, the pineal gland also controls the various biorhythms of the body. It partners up with the hypothalamus gland, which directs the body's thirst, hunger, sexual desire, and the biological clock that determines our aging process. 
all things, most of those things that are already under their control. Think about it. Who's in charge of the food, the water, and the sexually influenced media? You know? Now, if you've been paying attention at all, you will have noticed how unbalanced the world is. The people of Flint, Michigan are still without clean water for over two years now. Look who's the president. Powers that be are in control of everything from the food we eat to the information we receive and the cost of living continues to rise, forcing more people to work a second job just to make ends meet. Now, the point I'm trying to make is we the people have so many unnecessary obstacles and hardships to overcome thanks to those in power that are set on keeping us in survival mode. Keeping us in survival mode keeps us in a state of deep sleep because we're so busy trying to just survive. So how can we thrive if we, in our mind, we're barely able to survive? Now, here's a fun fact. Want to know what calcifies the pineal gland, covering up its powers and abilities? Fluoride. Yes, the stuff that's in toothpaste as well as in our running water. Think about that for a minute. Fluoride. It's the shit Hitler gave to the Jewish people in the Holocaust to keep them dumbed down. Now, want to know what decalcifies the pineal gland? Absolutely. Cannabis. So my question is, why the change of heart all of a sudden? Why is this now being accepted? And why are they trying to make it legal? I cannot be the only one wondering what's the catch. And I hope everybody's not just thinking it's a win, it's a touchdown for the people. It's always funny to me how it's so painfully obvious that people of power do not care about the people of this realm, yet we continue to allow them to form opinions for us. They continue to remind us of the lack of respect that they have for us by showing it to us in movies where they mock the fact that we're still following them in spite of it. It's 2018. And at this point, if you're unaware of what's happening around you, you would not understand or even agree with what I'm saying here. But look back at every time the powers that be offered assistance. It was only to get you agree on pushing their agenda by spreading fear if you did it. We always seem to automatically forget all the bullshit that they've said or done before and we just continue to allow them to walk all over us. It's sort of like being in a relationship where you're constantly catching your partner cheating on you but you look the other way because every time you catch them, they buy you something just so you can forget about it. And then you do forget about it and you move on. Then after that, they go laugh about it with their friends. Is that who we are? Is that who we are? Come on. We have to get out of this material way of thinking. Now, what if the catch is this? What if they're legalizing it so they can control and monitor all the growers and force them to use GMOs for their weed? Now, I feel they will ruin it because too many people are starting to wake up and realize all the lies they've been told, and this would just be another attempt at a distraction so we'll go back to sleep. You know what I mean? It's sort of like when the country was on the verge of a revolution after eight years of the W administration, you know, the people were starting to wake up and realize shit just isn't adding up anymore. 
And now I think it's time for us to get our power back. And, you know, let's all rally together. And then before you knew it, bam, Obama came on the scene and people were so happy and proud that they went right back to sleep. You know what I mean? Sort of like the same thing. That's the people that still, it's like, it still works. Now, the Monsanto company, which is responsible for GMOs, have been spraying our foods with chemicals for years, and basically the week could be next. All right? And for those that don't know what GMOs are, they're genetically modified organisms, and chances are you eat them every single day. It's not real food. It's man-made in a lab. No nutritional value whatsoever, no matter what they're telling you, no matter what you read on the labels, there's no nutritional value. It's man-made in a lab. And its chemicals actually give you cancer. But don't believe me for it. Don't believe me. What do I have to, uh, you know, I have no reason to lie to you folks. Research it. They're spraying your chemicals. They're not even breathing the air of the chemicals that they're spraying on your food. Yet we think it's okay to ingest it. Did you ever see a seedless watermelon? or seedless limes, GMOs. In fact, any fruit without seeds shouldn't be allowed into your temple. Shouldn't You should not eat it. And here's another one for you. Corn is GMO as well. Look it up for yourself. Research everything you hear, even for me. And if I'm wrong, let me know. Food is either provided to us by source or it's man-made in a lab. No food grown from earth can give us disease. Remember that. All food made by source is alkaline. All other foods are acidic, which give you cancer. Again, research it for yourself, guys. Now, I fear that they're trying to control not only the billions of dollars that's going to be generated, but they're also going to be able to taint it. You know what I mean? And it's going to, it's just not going to be the same, which I guess if that's the case, my weed days are absolutely, uh, uh, you know, they're, their number if that's the case now according to big buds magazine monsanto and scott's miracle grow have a deep business partnership and plan on taking over the cannabis industry Hawthorne, which is a front group for scott's has already purchased three of the major cannabis companies general hydroponics being one of them botanica and gavita are the other two they've also attempted uh, to buy many more companies and it's not looking too good for medical users or anyone planning to start their own companies if this continues. Now, what I want to talk about now, to shift gears a little bit, let's paint a picture. Let's all imagine a world where weed or cannabis was never legal or, you know, to carry or distribute. First of all, there'll be less broken homes across the world. How many millions of people are sitting in a jail cell right now because they were in possession of this miracle plant? Imagine how many children would have fathers that are active in their lives right now. Or imagine we would not be so dependent on traditional Western medicine. Big Pharma makes $58 billion a year pushing drugs that would do nothing but make you keep refilling your prescription. $58 billion yearly. Imagine that money being circulated to the people. Just saying. Also, cannabinoids help to remove excess amyloid plaques from the brain by escorting them through the blood, by escorting them through the blood-brain barrier, thereby reducing the progression of Alzheimer's. You have less people suffering, uh, suffering from epilepsy, as well as depression and anxiety, 
something we all know plagues our people. And also, in turn, we will have happier existences. We will have happier people. Happier people can get more done. On average, one acre of hemp can produce two to three times more fiber than an acre of cotton. Now, one of the biggest reasons I feel that people would have benefited if cannabis was never made illegal is lots more people will be more spiritual and less programmed. Weed opens pathways to the brain and expands thoughts. If you really think about it, weed can actually help us uh, deprogram from the matrix. It can help us. It can't totally remove us. I'm not suggesting you to start abusing it in order to speed up the process, although it may be fun, but no, I'm not saying that. But it actually helps, and this is the main reason why it was banned, and I don't know, again, it raises my eyes that they're going to make it legal, but they're going to fuck with it. So, you know, I'm hoping I'm wrong. Now, here's another fun fact to piggyback off of what I was just saying. Um, on October 7th, 2003, the U.S. government, as represented by the Department of Health and Human Services, was granted a U.S. patent, uh, number 6630507, on any and all uses of applications of cannabinoids as antioxidants or neuroprotectants. So basically, they already own the organic THC oil, and now they own the synthetic THC oil by patent, which is kind of crazy think about it starting to make sense now I think I think we all need to step back and take a moment to really research everything that's happening we cannot simply forget about all the lies and deceptions of the past one way to know if you're heavily programmed is if you're one of the people who continue to have short-term memory over and over and over again. Let me give you an example. Look at the school shootings that keep happening. Why do you only care about it the day or the week of, but then after that, nobody's talking about it anymore, and you go back to wondering what your favorite celebrity is up to. That's what it's all about right there. They get off on the fact that they still have your mind controlled. Lots of things that we think are happening aren't. And all of the world's true miracles are kept hidden from the people to prevent hope or mass awakening. All that is is a test to see if we're all still asleep. How are people still brainwashed to the point where they will take a harmful narcotic over a natural remedy? Guys, it's time to wake up and smell the kush. Why do we blindly believe and still trust doctors? I'll tell you why. It's because the system is working. How do we trust a pill that has many well-known and advertised side effects over a plant that has absolutely none? How many times have you seen those commercials where it, it, it could be a depression medication and they're like, the side effects are like, you can get a heart attack, you can get a rash, you can get Crohn's disease, you can get kidney failure. Your blood could thin and it's just like why am i taking this and people are still people will still buy it people will still buy it now what if somebody told you hey listen if you drink that juice you're gonna get sick and possibly can die nobody would buy it however when it's about medication we still put it into our body knowing what it can do for us do to us and since when has putting anything foreign into your body a good thing 
Are hospitals for the people or for profit? Is it a hospital or is it a business? You cannot walk into any hospital or doctor's office without money or insurance and expect to be helped. That sounds like a business to me. Then you finally get to see a doctor and they basically tell you that you're sick with the same symptoms that you told them you had when the nurse checked you out beforehand. And then they write you a prescription and tell you to kick rocks. It's such a racket. And yet people run back to them and thank them every time. also one of the reasons why you'll get fined or penalized for not having health insurance. What kind of shit is that? It's designed to force you to see doctors and take meds which dumb you down and dull your shine. And I'm so passionate about this because I now know the truth. I am no longer afraid of any consequences because I've killed all that noise. I've already died. So now I'm living in love, not in fear. And what do I mean by already dying? Well, I learned somewhere and it made so much sense. In order to start living, one must die before their human death, which basically breaks down to like, you have to kill all the programming of this matrix. You have to die from this world in order to enjoy it. Because then you see it for what it is and it doesn't affect you as much as it has been while you were asleep. We basically have to find a way to get off of this robot bus that we're on. Find a way to deprogram and find a way back to you. Limit the TV time and never, ever, ever, ever watch the news again. Please, its sole purpose is to warp your perception of the world and lower your frequencies. Let's stop making it easy for them to beat us. Let's stop popping Advils and Tylenols and allow our bodies to heal naturally. Allow yourself to feel the pain because that will keep you in the present moment. Sounds crazy though, but just feel the pain, experience it. That's what we're here for. We're having a human experience, experience the pain. I know it sounds crazy, but if you're nourishing the body correctly, you won't even get sick anyway. And you really won't even have to worry about any, any of this. Stop being afraid of the unknown. Free your mind by losing your mind. Go crazy in a good way. I'm not saying to, you know, I'm not saying to go out and, and, and be violent and harmful. Go crazy in a good way. Be different. If you want to stop what you're doing in the middle of anywhere and dance for two minutes, do it. If something can raise your frequency and vibrations, do it. Take care of yourself. Learn to love yourself. And learn how to delete fear from your brains. And listen to your gut, which is your second brain. It's in your stomach. All right? It's in your stomach. That's why when, you know, if, if you get nervous or whatever the case, you get that feeling in your stomach, that's your second brain. Listen to it. If it feels right, go with it. Do not allow your thoughts and other programs of other people to stop you from doing anything. We are the people and we have the power. It's time we all wake up and start remembering that. Okay? The reason why I wanted to do this episode was just for that reason. To look at things from different angles. Just because they're giving you something you think you want, 
you know what I mean? It's like somebody handing you a contract to sign and saying, oh, listen, man, it's going to be awesome. Just sign here. And you're like, oh, my God, really? Okay, great. You're not just going to sign it. You're going to have somebody read it over. You're going to give it to a lawyer. You're going to give it to, to, to anybody that can make sure that it's a decent deal. You know what I mean? It's the same deal here. Don't look at it and say, yeah, they're finally going to make it legal. Guys, wake up. Wake up and pay attention. That's that's a big reason why I wanted to do this episode. Pay attention. Even if it's, you know, if something sounds too good to be true, check it out. You know? And if it's too good to be true, was it meant to be? And that's fine. Because when it finally gets to you, it's going to be so worth it. You're not even going to remember this anyway. But wake up, guys. And listen, like I said, I've been smoking for years. I love it. One of my favorite strains of Jack Herrera. Um, chocolate tie. I could go on for days over the stuff that I like. I, I, I am a fan. I'm not trying to, you know, kill the mood or anything. There's... We will prevail. We're going to end up on top either way. They're not going to win. But I just want to make you aware. And if you notice any change in, in, in what you're smoking or in how you feel, research it. Maybe onto something. But just always keep your eyes open. Stay awake. Love you guys. Now, before I go, I want to take a minute once again to say thank you guys. Thank you to all the lovely and beautiful beings that go out of your way to show love and support. Thank you for giving me more fuel just to keep this whole movement going. I cannot begin to explain what your love does for this whole thing here. You know what I mean? And to my extended Instagram fam, thank you. I appreciate you all. Yonel, I appreciate you. Donna, I appreciate you. Erica, I appreciate you. Rabbi Clan, I appreciate you. Brittany and Christina, Courtney, mother of four, I appreciate you. And my brother from another, Shervin333, peace and light. I absolutely appreciate you guys. First of many shout outs, no doubt. And if I missed you, it's, you know, I, I it don't, you know, blame it on the brain, not the heart. You guys should already know how I feel about each and every one of you guys because we are all connected. We are all one. And I love expressing gratitude because I receive it as I give it. And I love that. And I am on Instagram, guys. My handle is J-A-Y underscore I-S underscore W-O-K-E 213. J underscore is underscore woke 213. Feel free to follow, comment, like, say hi, whatever you want to do. Talk about it. Correct something that I, you know, I might have missed or whatever the case may be. Correct something I might have said or bring up something I might have missed. I'd love to hear about it. Looking forward to connecting with you guys. That's the show for today. Be sure to tune in next week for another eye-opening show. Hope this week is better than last, but not as good as next week. You know what I mean? Peace, love, and abundance, guys. I'm out.